Hello, everyone. It's Evelyn, your ghost host with the most, bringing you a very scary Halloween episode of Less is Morgue. But before we get started, I think it's really important to give a content warning before I play some of these really spooky sound effects on this soundboard that I bought from Target. So first, be warned, this one is a spooky laugh. like that. Maybe a scary person. But I don't like to judge from first impressions. The guy can't help how he laughs. He's just having a good time. But maybe a crime's so good it's scary. Anyway, second warning. Here's some rattling chains. Maybe it's a spooky prisoner. But don't get too scared though. It might just be a dog. Wouldn't that be nice? You know, Evelyn, just playing sounds while we're talking is the fast track to automation. If big podcasts had their way, they'd replace us all with those soundboards. Don't be such a sourpuss, Riley. It's just Halloween fun. There's still 300 sounds I need to warn the listeners about. 300? Bullshit. There aren't that many scary things. They're pretty specific. The next one is a raven that knows your name. My name? Right. No, seriously, listen! I know your name. Thomas? Wait, wrong button. I know your name, Ryan. Okay, I stand corrected. It doesn't know your name. Overlooked again, like all true geniuses. Let's get this back on track. By which I mean, play the track. No, Evelyn, scarier. Perfect. On Halloween night, the veil between our world and the great beyond is thinner than one ply toilet paper. Therefore, all kinds of weird, scary shit can happen. Like, (sighs) Evelyn having a mostly physical body again for the evening. I've been hitting all these buttons with my fingers! My real fingers! And if I'm feeling spicy, I can even use my whole arm to press a bunch at once! You can, but should you? I know your name, Philomena. Sorry, Riles, I can't hear you over all these sounds! (sighs) As always... In the brief periods of time where Evelyn is given the poisoned gift of physicality, she's trying to, quote, make up for lost time, unquote. However, this time she's not exactly resurrected, more like rocking a semi-corporeal ectoplasmic husk. Like Slimer from Ghostbusters. I am going to eat all the candy! Earlier, she was going to carve all the pumpkins, and now it looks like someone murdered the Lorax in here. Also, she's got a pile of candy amassed in the corner that I can only describe as threatening. We're about to discover if ghosts can experience nausea. I got 16 years of Halloween ketchup on, and I'm taking all of you with me! Spoken like a peppy suicide bomber. A nice spooky food Halloween Express! Soundboard, a go! Halloween isn't supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be shit-pantsingly scary. Don't you mean pant-s-wordingly scary? Grammar has no place on Halloween. No earthly law does. It's the one night of the year where it's socially acceptable, nay, socially mandatory, to frighten people. 
Any other day of the year, it just gets you banned from Quiznos. So that's why Quiznos is closed. Look at our costumes, for one. I've gone for something that would strike fear into the very bones of any intelligent, free-thinking individual. I thought you were going as one of the Blues Brothers. No, Evelyn, I'm a G-man. A man in black. A heartless, soulless government stooge. Dressed like this, I could blend in amongst them and destroy them from within. Wait, what were we talking about? And I'm just as... A corporate character designed to shift the blame of climate change onto the individual? Sally Sprout, my favorite underrated middle-aged tree man character. The rest of the fandom always thought she was shoehorned in, but she always resonated with me. I imagine the middle-aged tree man marketing team was devastated to learn of your passing. Honestly, if we were all a little more like Sally Sprout, focused, dedicated, selfless, we'd be- Oh, sour skittles! I think it's more that you don't have an actual body right now, just ghost goo in the shape of a body. Your tongue and hair are effectively the same material. I think I'm starting to feel a tingle. You may want to go easy on those. Isn't that like your tenth bag? Maybe leave some room for the Hershey's, Baby Ruth's, Reese's Pieces, Twizzlers, Marshmallow Fluff. <laughs> I think you're about to be the first ghost to experience a psychosomatic sugar high. Or the first to shit her leotard. One of the two. Let's go trick or treating and expand the candy horn! Evelyn needs more good good. Finally, we agree on something. While you've been gorging your ectoplasm on Skittles, I've been saving myself. You've eaten ten fun-sized Snickers. A mere palate cleanser, Evelyn. Uh. Human and ghoul traditions play out differently on Halloween. While you're going door to door begging for candy, we are lurking in the bushes, waiting for you. You can't eat people on Halloween that ruins the fun for everyone who isn't a ghoul. Oh, contraire. If you're one of the survivors, the knowledge you didn't get chomped makes the candy taste even sweeter. I think that's just the survivor's guilt. Tasty survivor's guilt. Besides, if it was someone you knew, you could have their surplus candy too. Unless the ghoul ate it. Really depends on the size of your friend. On second thought, we're staying in the basement tonight where Riley can't leave my general line of sight. I think it'll be safer and more fun... Just like Sally Sprout always says, it's fun to be safe. I'm beginning to see why everyone hated her. A lot of fans thought she was introduced to be a potential romantic partner to Redwood, but I had canon both of them as gay. Point is, Halloween is a night of pure terror. Whether it's watching horror movies so scary that they invert your asshole, or dealing with streets filled with the vicious, rampaging heathens, it's anything goes. Trick or be tricked. Battle Royale, where the only real treat is survival, or getting to enjoy the thrill of a fresh kill. With pumpkins. Yes, there are sometimes pumpkins. I think you just need to chill and enjoy yourself, Riley. You may have experienced Halloween before, but you have never experienced Halloween Evelyn style. Trust me, nothing actually scary happens on October 31st. We interrupt this spooky sound effect to deliver an important news bulletin. Something actually scary is happening for the first time on October 31st. I feel confused, yet vindicated. Shh, listen! The Supermax Afterlife Tartarus 6 has experienced a major breach. A number of dangerous criminals from across the multiverse are now on the loose. Those who are unable to evacuate the mortal realm, please remain in your homes to give yourself a comforting false sense of security. Statistically, it may not be your house. <laughs> More to 11. Which one is 11? The spooky witch tackle. Let me see.
We interrupt this witch cackle to tell you it actually was your house. Look behind you, you doomed fools. The night is young and aching to be ours. We have come to sire the end of your world, nay, of every world and everything. Tremble, primitive children of the cosmos. Consign yourselves to madness as you fathom the unfathomable, gaze upon the ungazable, and taste the umami of your reckoning. We are beneath the beyond, to the left of the infinite, and across the street from pure chaos. Hold your breath and breathe us in, for as previously established, this night is ours. You might think you're in an ancient, scary castle, but no, you're probably at home listening to me in my home studio in Sarasota. Salutations. My name is Spooky Sal, but you can call me Spooky Sal of Spooky Sal's Sarasota Scary Sound Store. We're the leading providers of sinister synthesized stock soundscapes, and if the haunted castle didn't do it for you, then worry not. We can provide many more options for even the most discerning of customers, like an Arby's full of wolves. or an IRS agent with a chainsaw. We've noticed some irregularities. And of course, we have a premium range full of the more true-to-life fears, like hearing a phone ringing in the middle of the night, wondering if that bang you just heard was an engine backfiring, or a gunshot, or maybe something snapped underneath you as you walk across an old bridge over running water. Or the scariest sound of all, Silence, when all you can really hear is your own breathing. Or at least, you hope it's yours. Did you hear that? Was that was that on my end or yours? Must have been me, right? Couldn't be. Listen closely. Do you hear that? Are those footsteps? Quiet at first, but getting louder, little by little. Wait. What's that scraping noise? It sounds like metal, old rusty metal, scraping against wood or brickwork. No, don't turn, don't look. It's just a sound, isn't it? Don't look, if you look, you make it real. But it's hard to ignore, isn't it? It's getting louder, getting closer. Keep breathing. You think you can hear your breathing? What is it? Don't turn around. Whatever you do, do not turn around. You do not want to see its face. Something terrible will happen if you see its face. Close your eyes. Close them tight and keep them closed. Maybe you won't notice it. Maybe it's like all those times you were young and afraid and you hid underneath the covers because on some level you, you knew it might protect you, right? Do you feel safe right now? Do you feel protected? Thank <laughs> you.
could get used to the screams of mortals. Admittedly, that was a bit much. Of course, I wouldn't expect any less from those beholding me, the Baron of Perishing. What the fuck is that thing behind you? Look out, Baron of Perception! He's sneaking up on you! Mm. Oh gosh, so this is what a sugar headache feels like. Pay no attention to him. He's merely my silent ward. Trick-or-treat, mortals! Ha! I've already chosen for you! It's trick. But it will be such a treat for me, the mighty Evaporo, the Evaporator of Worlds! I said silent. You're supposed to let me do the talking. My voice has the necessary gravitas for this kind of intimidation. No offense, man, but you're basically a white guy in a button-up, and those are only threatening in herds. The tentacle on his forehead is a little grody, but it's not scary. <laughs> this is merely a form your feeble minds can comprehend. Oh yeah? How come the other guy is an optical illusion? He's like a cataract that ate all the other ones! He's like a gaping sore in the fabric of accepted reality. He's like two Rorschach tests making a baby on black paper! He's like the guy who's going to evaporate you and all you hold dear! Starting with that pile of candy! There's more where that came from, and less where this came from. Goodbye, swivel chair. Hello, evaporated swivel chair. Hey, my chair! It supported me more than my parents. You'll pay for that. We pay for nothing, for everything is ours. Those fools on Tartarus 6 thought they could- Dude, shut up. We're trying to deal with Evaporo right now. We'll take care of you later. Pull up a chair. Oh, wait. Stand down, Evaporo. I think these mortals understand what your deal is. Maybe they need to be reminded of who I am. You said you were the Baron of Punishment? No, Riley. He said he was the Baron of Pestilence. I am the Baron of Perishing, and I hail from a faraway place with a strange-sounding name. Oh, yeah? What's it called? Ha! Your language doesn't have enough apostrophes to pronounce the name of my former home, but it rhymes with... It was your parents' place, huh? No judgment here. I know how that is. My parents are suffering and subjugation. Which rhymes with evaporation! <laughs> Seriously, stop. We all get it, Evaporo. You're laboring the point. Why are you two here? How are we supposed to be fun? This is really scary! Told you so. Hot now. I'm too full of candy to concentrate. Soundboard, give me the good vibes! I know your name. Evaporo. Then you should know to fear it! The soundboard! No! Halloween is ruined! Oh, come on. It had Evaporo, but not Riley? It's not that uncommon. I can't take this anymore! I'll face through the wall and fetch help! Evelyn, wait! You're semi-corporeal. Why didn't you grab me? What was I meant to grab? You're wearing a leotard! <laughs> you asked why we were here. If you're quite done, we'd like to explain. Of course. Forgive us for making your home invasion awkward. We saw an opportunity to escape from our ultra-dimensional cell on the Supermax Afterlife. An opportunity that only comes around once a year on your dimension's October 31st. Why didn't you escape last year? My methods need not be scrutinized by you mere mortals. All you need to know is... The stars have finally aligned in my favor, and I... And I was transferred to his cell last week, 
so I helped him escape by evaporating the gods. Yes, which was all according to my brilliant plan. Well, we know that part, but why our house? The man on the radio said it was statistically unlikely. Not when this basement is registered as an afterlife. The walls between dimensions are especially thin down here. Which makes them so much more easier to evaporate! Especially when I order you to do it. <laughs> well, you picked the wrong basement! This is Lessie's morgue! We've tangled with way worse than you! Maybe not him, though. Yeah, Evapero is terrifying. Soon your fear itself will evaporate, along with the rest of you! No, not now! I'm not done with having a body yet! It's okay. You're my best friend, Evelyn. We had a good run. Maybe if he doesn't evaporate our souls, we can both be ghost hosts. I think that's wishful thinking, Riles. He's Evapero. And it's Evaporova for both of you! Huh. Being evaporated feels exactly like not being evaporated. He's toying with us. He's going to do what when we think we're safe. Uh, no, actually. My powers just aren't working right now. I'm honest enough to tell you that. Why would you tell them that? It weakens our bargaining position. I'm sorry, what are we bargaining for here? I swear this never happens to me. Maybe I'm a bit dehydrated. Evaporo drinks water. The mysteries deepen. You know, Ev, you're being very embarrassing right now. How am I embarrassing you? I was talking to Evaporo. Oh, that makes more sense. Well, maybe if someone didn't order me to evaporate all the gods, and the cell, and the veil between worlds, and that routine that insulted your forehead tentacle... No, that was my meal! You monster! To be entirely fair, Ev, you did also evaporate several trees, a motorcycle, and a liquor store of your own volition. So now you're criticizing me for doing my favorite thing! I expected better of you, Barry, but my expectations have since been evaporated! First of all, you don't have a favorite thing. You have one thing. If you can't handle me when I'm evaporating what I want to evaporate, you don't deserve me when I'm evaporating what you want me to evaporate! Uh-oh, they're arguing like my parents. Should we get your mom down here? She might be able to- No, there must be another way. I call the shots around here. Don't forget who I am. I'm the Baron of Perishing. Don't you lord your title over my infinite head-like appendages? Purchasing a few protons worth of matter in the Andromeda Galaxy doesn't make you a Baron. And even if it did, what does a noble rank matter to us? We're quantum abominations. The laws of physics can't hold us, so why the fuck would we care about land ownership? You wouldn't understand. You've never dreamed of anything but evaporation. We're a knowable Eldritch Horror. Stop being so knowable! I know who I am. Do you? You're only a knowable to yourself. Evaporo, please, not in front of the mortals. Who cares? When my powers return, I'll just evaporate them. You can't just evaporate all your problems away. Yes, I can. You should try it sometime. Oh, wait. You can't, because I was locked up for evaporating my own dimension, and you were locked up for running non-Euclidean pyramid schemes. I destroyed many lives, financially. Why do you have to bring up things I've done rather than vaguely gesturing at things I could do? Evelyn, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That these two have an extremely toxic friendship. Yes, but also, maybe we can get Evaporo to evaporate our problems. Starting with Baron of Putridness. I think it was the Baron of Perfidy! Whatever. Let's drive a wedge between these dweebs. Ahem! <coughs> what? Baron of Perishables. Evaporo. Me and Evelyn have been talking. Oh, yes. It's clear you two have very different goals. Nonsense. Our goals are aligned in the pursuit of ultimate power. Two great pistons in an unyielding engine of- Hey, my power's recharged. Take 
that bookshelf. Will you stop being so impulsive? Every time I get a good flow on, you undermine me by indulging in your infantile whims. Infantile? Infantile is needing cults to constantly validate you. At least I had cults. You evaporated yours. And I loved doing it. You should know that about me by now. I am begging you to think about presentation just once. I hate being seen with you. Why focus on presentation when I could be focusing on... Don't say it. I can't hear that word again. It's lost all meaning. Stop fighting. Sally Sprout says that when you fight, no one is right. Evelyn, getting them to fight was the whole plan. Say literally anything else. But I'd be betraying the uniform. Evelyn, it was hand-stitched by someone on Etsy. It was going to betray you first. You're pulling an Evapero right now, Ev. Work with me. Come to think of it, Sally Sprout also said, let's get to the root of the problem. By pushing an already bad relationship to a boiling point of mutual resentment. I'm so sorry, Sally. Screw this. Hey, Evapero. What? Are you really going to take that from a guy who looks so easy to evaporate? Hmm. Somehow I've never thought of that before. Ha! <laughs> he wouldn't dare. I give this enterprise structure, panache. Without me, he'd just hop from dimension to dimension, evaporating everything in his path. Ooh! Mindlessly winking worlds out of existence while giggling like a toddler. <laughs> It is pretty funny. No accumulation of power, no amassing followers, no multi-level marketing strategies planned to the last detail over nights and nights of meticulous- Yeah, you're right, Riley. Fuck this guy. I'll start with his dumb hat. You capricious boob. You're nothing without me. You're nothing- Pretty sure that's you, buckaroo. Evapo one, barren zero. I love it when a plan comes together. Guess this is a fun Halloween after all. So how do we get rid of Evaporo now? Shit. <laughs> Someone once told me that I couldn't evaporate all my problems away. And now he's evaporated, along with my guilt. Nothing's going to hold me back now. Nothing is holding him back. We're so evaporated. Sally was right. What a That was a quote from the show? It was really ahead of its time. I wish I grew up with a cartoon that would prepare me to be evaporated by a supreme cosmic evil. There's a rhyme for that too, Riley. When you are faced with an evil guy, make him sad so he will cry. I don't know what would make Evaporo sad, other than not evaporating us. We need to dig into his past wounds, awaken his ancient traumas, and he'll do the opposite of evaporate. And reform. Here's a Riley rhyme for you. It doesn't work if the guy's just a jerk. It's worth a try, because we're about to die! My powers are returning to me again. I didn't mention it, but it took a lot out of me to evaporate that other guy. You two totally could have run away, and I probably wouldn't have found you. I'm surprised you waited. Unless you want to be evaporated, which is ideal for me, because it's happening either way. You may be able to evaporate us, but you can't evaporate your past. Something tragic must have happened to you to make you choose the path of evil. Who hurt you, Evapero? Wait, you really want to know? Oh, sure. We really feel like you've earned some pathos. Nobody's ever asked me that before. Well, long ago, before I was known as Evapero, when I was just a humble liquid, there was a time in my existence when I couldn't evaporate things. Every time I think back to those painful memories, I just want to evaporate things to make me feel better. Isn't there anything else? 
A lost pet. Unrequited love. Financial trouble. I've evaporated all those things. And I'd do it again. I failed. We're doomed. Don't beat yourself up, Ev. You tried your best. <laughs> I'll evaporate everything. And right now, you're in my way. Wait. Before you evaporate us, you can only do this on Halloween, right? Because the veil is thin. Thin enough to evaporate. Sure, sure. But you've only got seven minutes of Halloween left on this dimension. Won't you just get whipped back to Tartarus 6? I never thought of that. Because it was only tangentially related to evaporation. Oh no! But surely it's Halloween somewhere, right? In some dimension? That's true. And they probably all have at least one populated basement that acts as a dimensional conduit. Right. And without that dweeb Duke pizza, I can evaporampage. Wait. Thank you, Riley. Thank you, Evelyn. I'm not sure I want credit for this. It's time to strike it out on my own, make something of myself, and make nothing out of everything. <laughs> Did he just say he'd evaporate everything? Not our everything, Hooper. Not our everything. I feel like I compromised my morals a lot today. You okay, Ev? You don't look so good. To tell you the truth, now it's no longer Halloween. These skittles are going right through me. Goodbye, skittles. Goodbye, Sally. Goodbye, corporeal reality. That's an Evelyn Hooper original. Look on the bright side. We're not evaporated. But my Halloween was evaporated! I can't believe we spent most of our night dealing with those jerks! Ev, take it from a professional night owl. It's not tomorrow until you go to sleep. You may not be able to eat candy or wear a goofy costume or watch me devour a teenager, but you don't need a body to watch Hocus Pocus and Scary Kevin's Top 7's videos. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter how much Halloween indulgence you have as long as you're spending time with your best friend. I'll sure miss the candy, though. I'll eat enough candy for both of us. Someone has to clean up these Skittles. I take it all back, Riley. Halloween is scary. Don't judge me. It's Kevin time. Happy Halloween, Top 7 Squad. I hope you've all had a fun, safe evening. And if you haven't, the footage of your death may end up in one of my future videos. Before we get into today's banger upload, Top 16 Halloween Hate Crimes, we have a quick word from our sponsor, Spooky Sal's Sarasota Scary Sound Store. He's Florida's leading provider of existentially unsettling earworms. In fact, he sent over one of his premium soundboards. Let's take a listen. I know your name. Kevin's top seven. Please subscribe. Now that is chilling. We interrupt this self-aggrandizing sound effect to bring you an important message. Don't touch that dial now. We're just getting started. This extra spooky episode was written by Alex the Alien Whittington, Henry the Gallows Galley, and Gus the Italian Zagarella. With audio engineering by Scott the Left-Hand Enthusiast Thomas. This episode starred Alexis Fire and Brimstone Bristow as Riley, Meg Curse of King Tutankhamen Common as Evelyn, and Maddie the Mothman Rambazoon as the Raven, with Scott Thomas and Henry Galley as literally everyone else. Executive production by Ori the Undertaker Sakurao. Art by Meg Malai Tutin, with a theme song by Nick the Nightcrawler Heilman and Michaela the Ghost Rider Kreider. Want to give the show your spooky monetary support? Find us on Patreon and follow us on our scary social medias, linked in the show notes. Thank you for listening to Less is Morgue, and of course, Happy Halloween. That isn't my name. Huh. Anyway, on with the video. 
Number 16. Ah, yes! A new dimension to evaporate! How wonderful! I think I'll start with you! Shit, not again. Now that I carry bottled water, my powers are unlimited! Ah, feels good on my infinite throat-like protrusions. And since I'm here, time for a little Halloween fun of my own! 